Hello and welcome to Sharp HR Career Corner with Karen Sharp Price. This podcast will inform and inspire you in your quest to find the right career path. If you're just starting out, looking to make a change in your field or transitioning into a new career, then this podcast is for you. We'll be sharing tips and providing resources on topics such as writing resumes, interviewing, using LinkedIn, and networking. We will take a look at different careers, companies, and opportunities. You will hear success stories from professionals in all career paths, and so much more. You will leave this podcast with three key takeaways that you can easily put into practice. Enjoy! Welcome to Sharp HR Career Corner. I'm Karen Sharp-Price. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Sharp HR Career Corner has been inviting local businesses on to learn more about their company. We want to focus in on different internship opportunities in our area for those just beginning to gain experience in their career field. Today, we have invited Jill from Cypress North to join us. Thank you for coming on and talking about your organization, Jill. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. So let's just jump in. Why don't you introduce yourself and tell us what do you do at Cypress North? Sure. So I'm the chief growth officer at Cypress North, and it's kind of a different position than a lot of people are used to, but I work across all of our teams. So we have a development team, a design team, and a marketing team, and we're starting up an analytics team as well. Mm. And my role, I work across, I'm really the only one that works across all of the teams to bring in new business. So I do a little bit of sales. I also work with some of our current clients to just make sure that they're happy if there's anything else that we could be doing for them. So identifying where there's cross-sell opportunities maybe between the departments and also some operational things. So I work with our people and try to focus on their professional growth goals and making sure that they're happy. Anything that we can be doing in the office to have good retention of our employees. Because as an agency, we are our only thing is our employees. So we don't make a product. Our product is made by our people and it's an intellectual property. So it's it's really hard to do what we do without happy, good employees. So part of my job is prospecting and part of it is process. Uh, so that's that's really, I bring those two together. Wow, that's amazing. So for those that might not have heard of Cypress North, what what is it that you do and where are you located? How many employees? Things like that. So Cypress North is a digital agency in Buffalo. We are located on Hurdle Avenue and we have 22 employees right now. And our our bread and butter is really anything digital. So we build websites, we promote websites, we drive people to buy things online for our clients. We design any kind of online tools, software, websites, ads. And our design team has been expanding beyond digital to do trade shows, trade show booths, printed materials, we do branding. So so really we're a we're a agency that does marketing, development, design, and and like I said, we're building out our analytics team as well. Yeah. So we were talking about the positions. What types of jobs do you have there? So on the marketing team, all of our marketers do digital advertising. So they are really focused on Google ads, Microsoft ads, social advertising. We do social media content for some of our clients. We do a lot of marketing automation. So 
things like when you sign up on a website to get emails and then you're entered into a workflow where if you click this email, you get a different one, or if you don't get it, you get a different <laughs> something yeah. else the next time. So we, we work in a lot of that on the, on the marketing side. Hmm. And on the development side, our positions, our developers are really software engineers. So while we do a lot of websites, and that's what most people know us for, because everybody needs a website, we also develop really sophisticated software platforms that companies use either internally in their systems or you know software that powers different operations on their websites. And you said that you control or you're you're looking over um, a lot of those departments. Um, so you're bringing clients in, you're looking for new clients, along with kind of maintaining the projects that are going along with the clients that you already have. So you're doing all of that. Well, I am not. Um, none of none of the departments report into me. Um, I don't directly manage them. I just help where I can with all of the people and and doing that. But um, also on the project management side, I do get involved um, sometimes, but we're actually hiring a project manager to work with me to work across some of those projects and take care of the details and work with the clients. That's a lot. That's a lot of organizing and and keeping all of those (laughs) balls in the air, so to speak. (laughs) So do you have internship programs for students? And and what types of interns do do you like to have come on board? So we have a lot of interns on the marketing side. We are very performance driven in our approach for digital advertising. So anybody that we're doing digital marketing for, we're usually tracking it, tracking the results from whether we're driving leads, driving demo requests, driving sales online. So it's not just brand building for the most part. It's usually really driving someone's business. And what we've found is that a lot of people in our market haven't necessarily been trained to use those platforms in that way. And that they, um, a lot of the other companies around here do a lot of brand building online and traditional advertising, but not as much performance-based digital marketing. And so how we found success in our marketing team is is bringing in people as interns or very entry level, training them the way that we do things and seeing if there's a good fit and then hiring them full time. So in the past year, we have actually, we had two interns in the spring that we hired both of them in May when they graduated. We had two interns in the summer and we Um, hired one of them when he graduated. The other was going back to school. She was only a junior, so she stayed in school. And then um, we just had an intern in the fall semester here and just hired her. She just accepted our offer last week. So we're really excited about that. But it's a um, pretty good training program for anybody that's interested in digital marketing. And it allows you to really get a taste of it where colleges aren't necessarily teaching the ins and outs of that, because once you write your syllabus in the beginning of the year, two weeks into the semester, the Google Ads platform has changed. Yeah, <laughs> so really. it's really changing constantly, and there's not a really good way to teach it at the at the college level because of how fast it changes. So right, right. while they they might get a taste of it in college, they don't really get that hands on experience. Or even if they did, if you took it first semester of your junior year and you took a digital marketing course, by the time you graduate, everything's different. The platforms look different. Trends are different. So this is a really good way to really 
get your hands into it and figure out if you're good at it, figure out if you like it. And, you know, then we can, we can have great people stay on board with us and we're not taking as much of a chance because we already know them from their internship. Sure. That's great. So is, has the uh, internships been remote or are they um, in person these days? So we've done them all in person this past year because it is really hard to train remotely. And as you know, everyone's doing Zoom these days, just like we are right now. Um, But it is hard when you're not sure if somebody's understanding or what they're looking at, even sharing screens, you can do so much of that. But it's really nice to be in person and be able to say, hey, I'm about to do this on my screen. Why don't you come over here and look over my shoulder while I'm working through this problem? Or you know, show somebody as you're doing it on the fly. And when people are remote, you tend to have to, okay, I'm going to schedule this time with you in a day. And then you're kind of held up on doing that work till you can show them. So we've, we've really insisted on our interns being in person, Mm -hmm. but because our agency, we have a small number of employees and we have plenty of room to spread out. Um, we've been keeping really safe with having them here as well. So we, um, even though it is in person, we've made sure that people are comfortable with it. We don't want to make anybody uncomfortable. Right. Well, and I think that students really appreciate those internships that are in person because Mm -hmm. really these are mostly their first experiences with the real world. But to be in an atmosphere where you get to see coworkers and just to see the flow and how things work and, and that teamwork and all of that, I, I think that you really do get so much more out of it when it's in person. So it's great that you've been able to, to keep it safe because um, of COVID. And I think that with COVID, I mean, it's just something that we all have to learn to deal with in, in a safe manner because I don't think it's really totally going away <laughs> anytime <laughs> in the near future. So it's kind right. of, you know, it's something we've had to deal with. So are these internships generally paid or unpaid? We pay our interns. Wow, so we pay them, great. we ask them to work um, at least 20 hours a week so that they can be here on a regular basis. So uh-huh. most of our interns pick two or three days a week to come in and they're here most of the day so that we can plan things around when they're going to be here, wow. you know, to have them included in certain meetings or yeah. things like that. That's great. So you were, you were talking about the an- analyst section that might be starting soon. Is, so is that the, the area of the business that is analyzing what the marketing is doing? So right now, yes, okay. <laughs> we actually have one of our digital marketing managers, Sarah, is brilliant in analytics and data. And we actually, she has been with us for six years now. And a couple of years ago said, I'm really interested in data and went back to school at Buffalo State and got her um, data science master's. So now oh she has a master's in data science. And we, you know, supported that and, and helped her get through school so that we could support this, this area of growth for wow. not only the business, but for her as well. Yeah. And so her experience with the data right now is more on the marketing side, bringing in marketing data, website 
visitor engagement data, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But we're also expanding it to offer to our clients if they need any kind of business intelligence around operational data, pricing, forecasting, oh, wow. really anything that you have a lot of information and you need it drilled down in such a way that you can use it or yeah. gain insights from it. That is really what Sarah is amazing at. So okay. we are, we are starting that division with her and hope to continue to grow it with other data science. Wow. Well, that seems like such a, an area that is growing just naturally, right. just the cybersecurity and just all of that. So I, I can only see that that department is just going to probably just grow like crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. so good and, and clients need it. They oh. need it. There's so many companies that have reams and reams of data and they have no idea what to do with it. Right. And so right. our, what we want to do is, is tell people you have all this data that you're collecting. You don't even know where you're collecting it or what to do with it or how to, how to make sense of it. And we can help you do that. So we can help you figure out how to store it, how to clean it, how to, how to make it usable and create dashboards where you can pull certain insights on a regular basis or just analyze what you do have and find where there's anomalies or find where there's opportunities. Yeah. And that makes so much sense. I mean, even when you take it to the marketing side of things, people put out all of these ads and all of these posts and they share them and all that stuff, but they don't really look at the analytics of it. Like, did that help? Did that work? Mm -hmm. Was that a, a topic that people really were attracted to? Or they just, you know, because they're just in such the mode of just get as much as we can out there. But that data can tell you so much and can save you so much time in the future mm-hmm. if you if you know what you're looking at, I guess. Exactly. And yeah. there's definitely ways to set things up properly, especially on the marketing side, to understand what's happening there. Right, right. Well, that sounds really interesting. So if someone was yeah. interested in more information about an internship with you, where would they apply or where where do they reach out to get some more information? Sure. So they can go to our website. It's cypressnorth.com. And on the careers page, we always have an internship listing there. We don't necessarily have to go along with the semesters. We just, as people have time. So some people want to do an internship in the summer and work full time. Some people want to do it in between their classes. So we don't necessarily have oh, all of our interns have to start on September 8th and they finish December 1st. You know, we just have kind of an ongoing basis. So our internship posting is there and you can apply right on our website. Or if they have questions about whether they might be a good fit for an internship, they can email me at jfetcher at cypressnorth.com. Okay, great. And I'll put that information um, in the description for the podcast so that people can also find it as well. So if I was a candidate and I was being interviewed by you and I started to ask you some questions, how would you answer these? What is the best part about working at Cypress North? Okay, so this sounds really corny and everybody says this, but they... You don't really realize it till you're here, (laughs) but it's the people. It is 100% hands down the people. I, I came here after 16 years of experience elsewhere. And the moment I walked in the door, everyone made me feel like I had been here for years. And it's just very welcoming. 
Um, we have a pretty tight-knit crew of people, and everyone really cares about each other and what we're working on. And everyone works really hard to do what's best for our clients, what is the best work product that we can provide. But then they're, they're also, everyone's very generally interested in each other, and we share our successes not only at work, but with other things. We celebrate, you know, we have a wedding coming up, and we mm. celebrated in May. We had a graduation party for our interns that graduated. Graduated and and Sarah who graduated from her <laughs> master's program. So um, we have we just have a lot of fun together, and I think that the the people are really what make a place like this. That's amazing. Nice. So what is the culture like? What you know, if I were to walk around there, what what would I see? What how would I you know interpret the culture? Yeah. So it is, it's interesting because if you walked in, it seems really quiet sometimes because everyone has their headphones on and, and they're working away. And, but we have, we have kind of a Slack culture of, um, we use Slack for communication and everyone's always sending funny things and you'll, it'll be real quiet. And then you'll hear laughter just like erupt around the floor of everyone seeing the joke at the same time. (laughs) Um, But we have, we have uh, in the front, we have what we call our collaboration space where we have a big U-shaped couch and a TV where sometimes we'll play like jack-in-the-box games. We have a dartboard up there. We actually got a ping pong table delivered this morning, oh, wow. which I know sounds very um, frat startup culture, <laughs> and it's not like that at all, but it's um, it's just fun. Like we, we have a lot of people that just like to kind of be together and collaborate. Um, Yeah. And one of the other things that I always tell people when they ask me about the culture, when they're interviewing for an internship, is that I've never been somewhere where it is so collaborative, not only just collaborating on a project or an idea, because that's normal in an Mm -hmm. agency, but we have such an atmosphere of learning and growing and curiosity. And everyone is always passing things along, whether it's in our Monday morning marketing meeting, where every Monday, the marketing team, we we do it over Zoom now, because a lot of times people are working from home, or um, even if they're in the office, so it's nice, we still can all see each other. Uh-huh. And Um, we go around and everyone says one thing they learned from the week before. And it could be something really simple, like I learned this trick in Gmail that is easier to filter things. Or it could be something like I learned about this big product update on Google Ads that's happening and everyone needs to know about it. So on Monday mornings, we we share one thing. But throughout the week, there's always... um, emails and Slack messages going back and forth like, hey, guess what? I just tried this with my client. It worked really well. I wanted to share it with you all. Um, The developers do the same thing on their side that I see in the development Slack channel, them sending over things all the time of of new technologies I heard of or new ways to do things. And I, I think that while Ideally, everyone wants to be that way in an agency setting. It, mm-hmm. In practice, it doesn't really happen as much because everyone's busy. Yeah. And so um, it is nice that we have this culture of sharing and helping each other learn yeah. and, That's you know, really helping nice. with other clients where I think a lot of times when you have a client-based business, people are only concerned about their own clients or their own projects. Mm-hmm. And ever since I've been here, I've never heard anybody hesitate to help somebody else if they're working on something that is um, 
something that they're not as familiar with. And they say, oh, I, I don't know this about HubSpot. Andy, can you help me with HubSpot? And he's like, oh, sure. Drops everything to, to go and walk you through it, help with your client. There's wow. never a, oh, I'm, I'm busy with my own clients. I can't help on that. Everyone's really, really helpful and collaborative. And I think that that is special. Yeah, that is. That, that is. And I think that's really important for <laughs> businesses going forward. That culture is probably one of the first things that any candidate is looking for and it is looking mm-hmm. at and wants to hear more about um, because that's the kind of culture that most people want to be in. And so that's that's great that you that you have it. And it's not just something that you say you have, but by incorporating those questions in your Monday morning meetings, it sort of instills it. It's, it's part of their thought process on a daily basis so that they know what they're going to say for the next week. And so it just becomes automatic almost at at a certain point. So that's really, that's really great. So tell me something, is Slack fairly new? Because I just came across it in the last like month and I'm starting to use it for my own business, but I had never heard of it and someone suggested it. And so I tried it, I downloaded it and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll see if this, if this works, but is it fairly new or has it been around a long time? And I'm just late to the table. Um, it's been around quite a while. I don't yes. know how long, but I would say at least five years really? that I've been using it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's interesting. We have a lot of clients who use Slack on their side and you can create you can invite them into your Slack space so that we have different channels where you can communicate with the client or, you know, we have internal channels where they can't see, they can only see the one that they're invited to, but it's, it's really nice for easy, quick communication. It kind of keeps so many emails out of your inbox. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you take care of it right away. Wow. Mm -hmm. So what do you see like the future of the company in the next five years? Where, Where do you see it going? So we are, like I said, we're focusing on growing our analytics team for sure. That is a huge trend and a huge opportunity across the board in a lot of businesses to use their data um, to to grow their business. And I see our marketing team is really growing quite a bit because people need that performance-based marketing. Um, when we, when the pandemic first happened and we went to work from home, that first month was a little nerve-wracking because of course clients are like, ooh, we don't know what's gonna happen. So they all paused their marketing budgets. But then a lot of our clients went, you know, doubled down on their digital marketing because they realized that's where I can track what you're actually selling. I can track the impact it's having on my business. I, I'm not gonna do... I'm going to cut my budget for TV because I can't really see if that's making an impact and really do the digital performance-based marketing. And so while that has continued to grow, I think that that will be much, much more important for people moving forward because they can see what's what's really working and right. where where the business is going. Right. Um, and then we are, our design team is a little bit I, I don't want to say younger as in the people are younger. I, I, I just mean our design team is our, our newer department mm-hmm. where the where Cypress North started 11 years ago as development marketing and then added in design a couple of years ago. And so we're really growing that department as well and expanding the, the different channels that we work in. 
Wow, that sounds great. I mean, it sounds like you're going in a, a couple different directions. So, so the growth will be even yeah. even bigger. At the end of every episode, I, I ask my guests to give three pieces of advice. And I was wondering if you could possibly give some advice to those college marketing students right now that are trying to get their first job out of college. And for anybody out there, we all were in the same shoes. We all had to graduate college and then try to get that very first job. And it's, it's a little scary because you've been going to school for how many years? And, and, you know, things have kind of been laid out for you a little bit along the way. But then all of a sudden, you cross that finish line. And every decision you make from that point on is really your own decision. You have the power to decide where and what you want to do and how you want to do it and things like that. And so all of a sudden, it hits most college students at some point in their senior year, maybe sometimes a little bit after they actually graduate, but it hits them at some point like, oh my gosh. So what kind of advice would you give a college student in marketing specifically? And how do they get that first job out of college? Sure. Well, I always tell people to network. I'm a big networker. I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. And I know that's not as easy for everybody, but I always tell people, use your resources. So a lot of times when when people graduate, and I remember feeling this way a little bit, my first job I got because my aunt owned an agency and she gave me an internship there. And so I took the internship, but then I got hired back by the person I reported to to start after graduation, which was amazing. And it really, you know, started me on my journey. But I think a lot of people are hesitant, like, I'm, I'm going to do this myself. I'm not getting my, I'm not letting my dad get me this job or, you know, they have this kind of, you have this feeling because you're proud of yourself after you did all this work for four years, you graduated. And there's no shame in that game. You need to network with everyone, you know, and I think, Creating that LinkedIn profile during your college years, linking into your parents' friends, your professors, anybody else you've met along the way, your your friends' parents, your mm-hmm. aunts and uncles, whoever you got in your in your network, because those are going to be the people that understand what you're looking for and might recommend you to somebody. So be asking, be aware of who you know that could help you make that introduction. Because if somebody that I know well says to me, oh, I met this person and they're looking for an internship and I just thought they were really great, but I don't have an opportunity for that. I will 100% of the time interview that person. They may not always get the internship if it's not the right fit, whatever. But if someone else recommends them to me that I know and trust, I'm going to at least give them a half an hour of my time. So always, always do that. Always be networking and seeing who you know and talking to them about your goals. The second thing I would say is to to have those goals. So I've been on a lot of interviews with college students or new grads. And when I ask them, what, what are their goals? What are they trying to do with their life? Where do they see themselves in five years? A lot of people don't have an answer to that question. And I'm here to say, I'm not going to hold you to it. (laughs) So (laughs) if you tell me in five years, you want to be, you want to be writing ad copy for a Super Bowl ad. That's a great goal to have in five years if you're a writer. Mm -hmm. But 
I'm not going to come at you in five years and be like, did you do that? Is that still your goal? You can change your goal in three months. You can change your goal tomorrow if you want. But I think that that's something that a lot of people ask and a lot of college students do not have an answer for. Most of them say, well, I don't really know. We'll see where it takes me. So mm-hmm. have that kind of elevator pitch about what you're looking for and what you bring to the table in your back pocket for an interview. And then I had a third one and now I'm like drawing a flag. <laughs> So number three, I did think about what I was going to say for that. So number three is really to look for any kind of resources to help you learn. College is not the only place to get an education. It's a great foundation. You're learning a lot there. But there are so many free resources out Free and inexpensive resources, I should mm-hmm. say. So things like if you're interested in digital marketing, I always send people that apply for internships. I have people that apply for internships that are going to school for something completely unrelated to marketing, and they've never taken a marketing course in their life. But now they've decided as a senior, they'd like to go into marketing. You know, So I always send them things like HubSpot has excellent free training resources where you can learn about inbound marketing, where you can become certified in email marketing and in different avenues there. Google has a ton of free resources for their ads platform, Facebook as well. There's a lot of free resources out there with all of these different tools that you can learn. You can get certified pretty quickly and easily online for free, and you can add that to your resume. So, you know, you've used it. And also free resources like Toastmasters. If you are someone that's nervous about speaking in person, even after four years of college and probably having to give a lot of presentations, Toastmasters is a great free resource. There's meetings everywhere. There's groups everywhere. If you look online that you can practice speaking in front of people who don't matter to your career. Mm-hmm. It's also a good place to network if there are people that matter to your career sure, in a sure. Toastmasters group, but they'll give you feedback just on your speaking style and how you come across presenting something, you know, in these groups with no judgment. That's a great um, idea because, you know, I think that some students might think that once they do graduate that, you know, that's over with. They don't, they don't have to do that. But professional development just begins. And right. like you said in the very beginning of the episode, Digital is changing so fast that, you know, whatever you've learned is going to be changing within the next three to six months that you start your job. So you have to keep that professional development up. Those are all exactly. excellent, excellent um, suggestions. So, And when yeah. it comes to um, also free experience, sometimes it's hard to get that first internship when you don't have any other internships on your resume or mm-hmm. you just start a college, you're not sure what you want to go into, or maybe you're studying something different than what you'd actually like to go into. Yeah. And I always tell people in marketing, there are small businesses everywhere. You walk around Buffalo, you walk down Elmwood, there's hundreds of small businesses. And if you go and get that HubSpot certification, or if you're a designer and you want to design things for your portfolio that are real life things, go to any of those small businesses or one that you know, a restaurant, a cafe, any any kind of small business and say, hey, can I design a menu for you? Or, hey, can I can I put together a marketing plan for you? And while that might not be a real internship or offer to be an intern for them, right. but that's a great way to build your portfolio, build your arsenal of things, real life things that you've worked on. Oh, yeah. And it's a really great way for a small business owner to either 
pay nothing for it or or pay very little for it. And you get that experience. It's a win-win and it's a great way for people to kind of understand what you can do. Mm-hmm. And for you oh. to and for you to get that experience to know if you actually like doing it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Buffalo does have a, just a ton of different small businesses. They're just they're all over the place. So, so I have one extra question that I have okay. to ask you. Since this is Thanksgiving week, what is your favorite Thanksgiving side dish? <laughs> this is okay. an important question. So when people ask me what my favorite food is, I say Thanksgiving dinner. So (laughs) it's really hard to pick my favorite, but I would have to say the stuffing. The stuffing is my favorite. My aunt always makes homemade stuffing Mm. in the turkey. And I just think it's, it's the best thing. I always eat so much of it. And then I feel like I literally ate a loaf of bread. And it's just, it's so <laughs> But it's so only good, one though. time a year, so it's okay. With gravy on it. Uh-huh. Well, I always, I I convince my mom at least one or two other times a year to make a Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> <laughs> like she'll be, she'll say, oh, for your birthday, do you guys want to come over and we'll have family dinner? And she's like, I have a turkey. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so at least once or twice a year, my mom will make a Thanksgiving, a wow, smaller scale Thanksgiving great. dinner. That's great. So, well, happy Thanksgiving to you and your family. Yeah, you as too. Well. And thank and you thank so you much for being on today. It was really, I, I loved it. And I had never heard of Cypress North before. So I'm glad that we connected on LinkedIn. And um, I'm sure that, you know, we're going to be working in the future through Damon College with uh, interns. And so I'm sure I'm going to throw some of your way uh, in in the very near future. But thank you. Thank you again for your time. Well, thank you for having me. I had a lot of fun. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Sharp HR Career Corner. If you're a college student trying to figure out what you want to do in your career and need some guidance, please contact Sharp Human Resources. We would love to help you out. Go to sharphumanresources-buffalo.com for more information. If you enjoy listening to the podcast, I encourage you to download the podcast, leave a comment, and share with others you know. The more downloads and comments and likes our podcast receives, the better our ratings and the easier we can be found. So thank you in advance. Until next time, be kind, everyone. We need to show a lot more kindness in the world, and it starts with you and I. Thanks again for listening, and have a great day. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone.